Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. This is Old Master, the Southern Psycho, king of the trailer court. I poke God. It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Dan. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. I am your host, Jerry Damage Cook, former MEWF, MEWF, I'll say that three times fast, MEWF heavyweight champion. Joining me as always, my co-host, the award-winning Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylan Housen. Dylan Housen, how are you, sir? Man, I'm hanging in there. You know, uh, full disclosure, we, we, we kind of basically took a week off just because... It seemed like we kept kind of like stuff would pop up, uh, so you know took a week off, caught a uh, caught the old layoffski, uh, so that was that was a fun last week. But we're getting into the new routine. We're we're getting right back at it, and uh, you know, life will move on. It was uh, a bit of a down week last week, but but we're back and we're swinging. You know. That's right. Good kind of swinging. Oh, Just yeah. Just swinging. You know, John Anderson. <laughs> oh, man, I hadn't heard that one in a hot minute. That's, a, that's an old one. It's an old one, but a good one from a country legend. So, yeah. So, uh, how you been, man? Man. Doing Doing, doing good. You know, we're rebuilding the, uh, I say rebuilding. I'm starting my Bindi collection. So I'm now, uh, I've gotten two more in recently. And then, uh, last, or actually yesterday, as of time of recording, I bought a figure I never thought I would buy, but I now own a Brock Lesnar Ultimate figure. I, uh, I attribute Cowboy Brock to me finally becoming a Brock Lesnar fan. The Man, craziest thing I've ever so seen live. Years. The craziest thing I've ever seen live at a wrestling event was um, Brock destroying that ring. So, with with the tractor, that was that. Yeah, it's, that, that was, was one of my favorite things crazy. I've ever seen out of him. That was uh, that was wild. And the fact that they spent so much of that match just like he has the like the ring up on the tractor and it's just sitting there like that. This is just, this is just how the match is going to go on now. Yeah. It was was quite something. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, uh, I also caught the death plague from one of my kids. (laughs) So apparently from what I can tell, uh, from what our pediatrician said, there's just tons of stuff circulating right now, and you know, just uh, it's kind of the thing where they're just building back up their immune systems from being home from a little while from COVID, uh, and everything's kind of just going wild right now. So, you know, they might have one disease, and or, I mean, not disease, but you know, um, 
like virus or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll get rid of it for a little while and then uh, bring home another one. And between two kids in two different schools, and one's in middle school, one's in elementary, um, they get exposed to quite a bit. So, so it is what it is. What so. you going to do when uh, virus mania run wild on you, brother? Mm-hmm. You Taking time out for a while. So. <laughs> I'm on the tail end of this one, hopefully, though. But this, the cough is still a little bit. But So, yeah. Uh, Another news, I released a toy line. You know, I too am releasing an Ahmed Johnson. Oh, shit. This is awkward. Uh, I actually, I, I, I was going to release an Ahmed Johnson figure for my uh, Hasbro-style toy line as well. <clears throat> I guess we're going to have more competition in the marketplace than I originally hoped. It's the end of the podcast. Son of a bitch. <clears throat> Monday Night Wars. <laughs> so I guess we can get into that real quick. Uh, we'll yeah, let's hop on that. in. So, um, so there are. I was talking about. So my brother is a Hasbro completionist. Completist. I think. I think completist is the official word, but completionist is the funnier word because it's not a real word. I think so. Right. Um, and it makes uh, spell check freak out every time I try to type it in. Yeah. So. Completist is the actual word, but completionist is what we'll say, just because it's funnier. Um, right, right. So anyway, so he he has a full set of Hasbro's uh, with Melloway Hogan. He has all the zombies. He's got all the cellas so far. Now, when I say all the cellas, like um, he doesn't have. He's got like a Nick Aldis. He doesn't have. I think there's like six or seven Nick Aldises. You know, like different repaints. Yeah, he doesn't have all the repaints. Like... He just has. Yeah, he it, just I, has I feel a. Like they were dropping. Of it, so. uh, they were dropping like different colorways of that that Nick Aldis, like it was a basketball shoe. It was just yeah. like, hey, every week we're going to drop a new color. Why? So he has just make like uh, two. Yeah, so he's got all those. He's got all the. Uh, you know, he's got the rush pre-ordered. He's got. Um, you know, pretty much if it's out for pre-order, he's got it pre-ordered. If it's released, he's got it. So, so he is complete, complete on all that stuff. But, um, you know, and I was talking with him and stuff and he's just like, man, he's like, it's now he's starting to having to get, you know, kind of selective a little bit just because there's so much popping up, you know, and it's, you can't keep up. Um, and so, you know, that's the thing is like, I think there's a bubble for this stuff. Definitely. You know, and I think that when, Everybody started, or at least some of these companies started. Some of them jumped in late. Uh, but when it all began originally, after the retros went away, and there, after and then COVID hit, and there was a demand for these, I think too many. There's too many chefs in the kitchen now. You know, and I I just don't know if there's going to be a demand. Um, you know, in a year year and a half's time when all this stuff starts hitting, you know, I just really hope that everybody's able to eat, you know, there's enough, you know, on the plate there for everybody to feed, you know, feed them. And, um, but, I, I worry about <laughs> the sustainability of too many of these in the marketplace, but, well, I mean, it you know, seemed like maybe for, I'm wrong, for, but for, for a good hot minute, it seemed like a week you were getting somebody else announcing a new, these retro style figures and, and, you know, I 
I know that like uh, you know Hastel Toys was on it very early. Zombie Sailor was on it very early, but it seemed like we just kept you just kept seeing them pop pop up and pop up. And I think where it becomes you know like the like we're talking about the the bubble being there. Is it you've got guys now like you've got was it like seven or eight companies right now and they're competing over the oh, same guys like you you're got... gonna have Hastel and Zombie both putting out Ahmed Johnson at well, like, no, and roughly and the not... same time. No, Hastel will probably be first. Um, Hastel will be first with Ahmed, and then Zombie will come out later. Um. But okay, so the way that everybody's like, well, how does it, how does it work when they can release the same thing? So the way that it works is the way it's your contracts, the way your contracts are stated. Uh, so the way that Hassel's contracts are stated is that he can produce a figure of you. You know, so he can produce a Savio Vega figure or um, whatever his name is going by. You know, because Savio Vega's property owned by WE, so he's making it's essentially Savio Vega, but it's just the guy's real name, right? Um, you know, he's his godfather and stuff like that. Yeah, Smoke Train and stuff, which Smoke Train's a little bit interesting one because um, he's exclusive contract with Legends for WE, so no one else can produce any Charles White, <laughs> Charles Wright figures. Um, so I don't know how legal that one is, and you know that's the other thing is also uh, you're dealing with a lot of contracts and stuff, and sometimes you're just you know, asking the guy, be like, hey, are you under this deal? And if the guy says no, and not even necessarily being shady, I mean, some of these, you know, are not going to be, um, you know, up to snuff on what their contract status is necessarily. But right. when you're a company, you got to know that, man. You can't just take, you know, somebody's word on stuff. So, you know, I don't know how that one is. You know, that's another thing that um, Powertown figured that out <laughs> pretty quick you remember a million dollar man uh, yeah it was actually i think they were just doing you know ted dibiase was going to be in that line well ted dibiase is exclusive to we for a legend deal so that means no one else can produce any figures of him so you know that one had to get scrapped and i think there are other guys that they'd signed too that were under that same situation so uh you know you just got to be careful and uh you know <laughs> but, but mitch had signed uh Ahmed to assign, you know, a deal to say, you know, I'm going to make a, a figure of you, but that's not exclusive rights to say no one else can produce a Hasbro style figure for you. So then Zombie pounced on it and it's making that. And apparently also from some of the teaser images, um, he is also poaching some of the other talent <laughs> that Hassel's making. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think that Mitch, uh, um, uh, he seems like a nice guy. But I, I worry about his uh, toy line being successful long term. Uh, maybe you know there's enough there to make it work. I hope so. Um, but I just don't know. So you know, you know, I, I, with, I, I uh, want anybody who's going to take. You know, this is. Uh, I think if you're a figure fan for long term, I think that you know this is uh, the kind of thing that is kind of cool. And, you know, I'm not necessarily saying it's something I wouldn't even be interested in getting into at some point in my life. But also, I think that it's going to be a hard lesson for a couple of people, you know. And I, I do worry about, you know, 
uh, like, you know, KWK, Kayfabe Heroes or whatever, uh, Sean NG, you know, he's making more stuff. And his, now his Kamala looked freaking amazing. To me, doesn't look like a Hasbro, but let's wait and see what it comes in. Right. Uh, and then he's also got the Conquistadors, <laughs> you know, so uh, how much of a demand is there for the Conquistadors? You know, I, I don't know when you're getting to that level and stuff. Now, obviously, you know, like, Hastel's roster, I think, is a home run. As far as, like, he's got Savio Vega. Hell yeah, man. I mean, if you're talking Hasbro line, get him in there. Get the Godwins in there. Get Ahmed. Mm -hmm. You know, the Godfather. I mean, like, if Hasbro's had continued on for a few more years, this is the roster you would have had. You would have had all those guys would have had figures, you know. So, 100%, knock it out. You know, uh, but when you start getting into, like, the Conquistadors, I don't know about them. Um, giant Haystacks, you know. Haystacks Calhoun, which apparently they're different people. <laughs> you know. <coughs> Man, I think you're going to lose money on... Uh, I think you'll lose money on the on just the plastic on those. Like, you're going to have to charge the same price, and you're going to have to double the plastic content for those big sons of bitches. That's, that's maybe not the best business move, but you know somebody will buy it. Well, man, uh, these these lines that uh, you know you keep seeing like guys will put out the artwork and stuff. I know it's kind of become the uh, the meme in the, especially like the major pod group and stuff. It's like, oh great, somebody else put out more artwork. I I think. You know, it's it's cool that we're seeing these sketches and whatnot, but I do wonder once, like once the next run of, of zombies, heels, and faces start hitting, once Hastel's figures start hitting, once these figures start hitting, like, do you see the demand maybe maybe rise or or dip for some of these other ones? Because if you're already starting to see a product out of these two that are already there. Are people going to want to wait while some of the other companies, you know, get their footing and get moving? How long until people, you know, the retro thing becomes another? Like, okay, we, it goes back on the shelf because I, I have noticed that there's trends in like the figure game that have kind of come and gone. Uh, I feel like you know, right now we're top. You know, we'll talk about later the the bendies. I'm glad we're riding that wave right now, but are they going to be making major bendies in 10 years? Who knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, I think the major bendies line is one that's going to go for a long, long time. Um, I sure hope so. I mean, I've, know, like, I've, I've fallen in love with this line. But oh, there's I certain stuff that I don't see having, like, Mattel Elite you know, length of time runs. And I'm wondering well, if this, the Bendies like, some are, of these retro companies, you know. The allure of the Bendies is that I don't think they're... I have a rough idea of how much it costs to produce them. And it's not too terrible. I mean, it's not cheap, don't get me wrong. It's not like you can just be like, oh, I want to make a fender figure myself and do it. I mean, it's not... It's expensive, don't get me wrong. Um, but when you're talking about it realistically, like, it's two pieces, top part and bottom part, you know? Right. So realistically, it's not that bad as far as like a production standpoint. Um, 
I mean, now they're, they're <clears throat> you know, there are a lot of deco on these, though. You know, and that does drive up the cost. And they are pretty accurate, I think, for the most part. I mean, like the, you know, the gear's pretty spot on. The, the figures themselves might be kind of, you know, kind of cartoony, but, I mean, they're bendies. It's, they're, you know, modeled after the bendums, and they were cartoony, so. But the gear's pretty pretty uh, elaborate and stuff on them for the most part, so. I also feel but that like line they, could... they're the only ones <clears throat> in that niche. Like, there's not six other companies trying to do bendies right now. Yeah, and they they definitely have this train rolling. Um, you know, now I could see, um, I could see. You know, we are getting a ton of bendies. Um, so I could see, you know, not as many and kind of scaling back on the releases, just because you know. And I know that I'm a completionist, so I know that that's, and not everybody, you know, will be in. People will kind of pick and choose, you know, what they want to do and stuff. But, uh, but like, so <laughs> we did the year in review, year one. Yep. Which ended in December. So as of December 31st is where our cutoff. And we did review 30 figures. I just counted on my display. I've got 41. So we've got another, you know. For some reason I thought there was 42, but I'm not counting 42. I mean, regardless, in the it, we're at we're in February. It's from the from the beginning of the year, we've we've brought in yeah. what ten, eleven, yeah. maybe twelve. Uh, let's see, we've got still crazy. The new it's Smart Mark, short amount of time. Uh, you got Series Three, so Colt, Effie, Gangrel, Chelsea, Chase, Gangrel, uh, exclusive Chelsea, and and the Matt and Brian, and yep, the FWF Matt and Brian. Brian. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and eleven. Yeah, I guess eleven. Yeah. Which so. in less than two months <clears throat> is uh, is pretty impressive. And I've got a list here. <laughs> I've got a list. Uh, this is everything. So I keep, you know, I'm pretty active in the group, and you know, listen to all the podcasts and stuff. So uh, every time I hear rumor of one, or I hear someone mention it or something, you know. I do write it down, and I do keep a list going. And so these are the ones that I've heard someone mention coming out at some point. So now some of these are probably later this year and stuff. Um, but here we go. So we have two on pre-order right now. Just two. Okay. Swoggle with tattoos, uh, which should be pretty soon, I think. I know that one got delayed a little bit because of Chinese New Year, which I know everybody laughs about it, but it's actually a real thing. Yep. Um, and then the New Year's Evil Danhausen is the other one. So those will probably be, I'd say within the next month or so, month and a half, probably those will be in. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know for sure. I'm just saying, you know, based on previous time frames, my guess. And then, let's see here, let's see. Here we go. So, we have a repaint of tires. Uh, we know that the Hacksaw Jim Duggan pre-order goes up on f this Friday. We're recording on Tuesday night as of this one. So so as of Friday, uh, the Duggan will go up. There is a Hacksaw Jim Duggan chase, by the way. That'll be with that one. Uh, we know they've signed Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, Demolition Axe, Demolition Smash,
we know Series 4 is going to be Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Joey Janela. Uh, there is a Chase Janela, bloody version. Need British that. Bulldog. We know Ricky Morton's coming. And I don't even know if I told you about this one. Uh-oh. It is a WrestleCon exclusive for Wrestle Collector Shop. Wrestle Collector Shop's the one that had the uh, Chelsea variant. Right. Uh, they've had one of the Garganos and stuff, so they've had several throughout the you know time. And you got to think from their perspective, obviously, I mean, this will be their at least third one, um, if not another one. Uh, so, you know, they, and they carry a pretty, you know, a lot of the other stuff too. So obviously they're excited by this and they're doing well with it because they keep, you know, getting them. But it is a WrestleCon exclusive for Wrestle Collector Shop. Bloody. Effie. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's another one. So that is minus the two pre-orders. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen that we know are in the pop work. And <coughs> excuse me. We know they're gonna be repaints for Hexel. So how many I don't know, they just said repaints, plural. So there are at least 14 more coming. So that is 20, um, 25 for the year. Yeah, 25 for the year so far. And I don't think they're going to slow down. I mean, like, the, the they're striking while the iron's hot, uh, which I appreciate about this line. Uh, you know, I, I would like to see with them doing, you know, they've already done Effie. Uh, Gage, Joey Janela is going to have a figure in. I'd like to see more of like the upper indie talent. Selfishly, I really want an alley catch because Effie can't be alone on the shelf, you know. He has to have his tag team partner. Uh, You know, but I I think what they've done with this line is really cool. The the steady, this is like the steady releases are cool and it's not just all repaints, which I, you know, I think was kind of my fear right out of the gate was like, oh great, we're going to get 40 Matt and Bryans and then nobody else. And then they started dropping more and more and more people. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can see, think about it kind of like with the pins, you know, the pins were very, very uh, popular at first, you know, and then started out with one pin selling out really quick. And then, you know, doing more and more uh, and pins were all you know they there's a ton of pins that they released now they've slacked off i mean you know backed off it because they're not as uh, as huge as they were but they're still doing the pins all the time you know so i can definitely see the bendy's continuing for a long long time um, maybe not at this pace though i think this pace is a lot and i agree strike while the iron's hot while the line is hot um in two years, will we keep getting them at this pace? I don't know, because this is a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I enjoy it, obviously, you know. Right. And it's the one thing I, you know, the one of the few lines where I'm tracking down every single thing that comes out. But but I, I can see that maybe, like, eh, maybe we're, you know, long run, uh, kind of, you know, back off it a little bit and stuff, or, you know, it kind of slows down a little bit, but... Well, that's so. kind of kind of what concerns me with like you know, like to, to kind of bounce back to the like the retro lines. I, I 
I know that there was that immediate, like, there was the, the We Want Retros movement. We got a bunch of them. Line kind of died off from Mattel. Yeah, what you asked for, right? Oh, well, yeah. So, you know, they had the line kind of die off with Mattel. There was that, that groundswell for it again. And then all of a sudden, I mean, companies popping up out of the woodwork. And, and getting these toys out, it's not like, hey, I'm going to announce tomorrow we'll have a product in a month. I mean, shit, the, the heels and faces have taken, what, over a year on some of them to actually, like, show up in hand? Well, I mean, it's... But you're talking... So... And, and that's from, not... like, announcement of, like, hey, I'm going to do this to product in hand. You know, if... if, if and that's with somebody who already had connections. That's somebody who already you know was in touch with factories and stuff like that. It's well, just, because you know, it takes it takes time to get everything going, and then you've got to take right. time to get the. Um, now he does have the extra step of he has you know Ron Rudat draw him. Zombie does, which um, is built in hype right there. People see the Ron Rudat drawings, and the, it, immediately there's a there's an air of credibility. And yeah, it's not so, to, I mean, like, prop up the, like, you know, I guess, you know, not to be like, Zombie's the only one doing this right. Like, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of really cool things, but Zombie already kind of had his had his base built with his website and all of his other toy stuff he was doing. But, I mean, from the time you, you know, sign a talent and stuff, I mean, it takes time to then have the, um, you know, the 3D render of it, or, you know, if you're sculpting it, however you're doing it. Uh, you got to have time to you know process that. You got to have time for China then to make the uh, factory mold of it, you know, and test that out. And then after the mold's approved, you've got to paint it. You got to approve the paint samples. You got to do you know. There's just a lot of steps, and it's not a quick you know like bang bang. Um, you know, one two three. I mean, it's not a quick turnaround and stuff usually. I mean, like the micro brawlers and bendies have a fairly quick turnaround time on them. Well, there's no uh, moving pieces. There, yeah. You don't have to worry and about, like, the, with the, the retros have actions and, like, moving pieces. Yeah, well, then you've like, got to... The retros gotta, are usually... Uh, how many pieces do you have? One, two, three, four, five. You know, moving parts and stuff. But, I mean, they are... Man, I mean, I've, the only zombie that I have is Denhausen. And, man, I am just, like, still... Um, dude, if I had him as a kid, top guy. Top guy oh, right of course. He's very famous. Danhausen versus Hulk Hogan would have happened 100% in my fed. 100%. There's that clip going around, too. Have you seen it? Um, I don't know what show it's from. Um, but they're talking about a guy, and the, the topic of you know figures comes up, and he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I played with them way longer than I should have. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he's like... <laughs> He said, I've got this memory where he's like, I'm like seven, eighth grade, you know, and like yes. it's summertime and, you know, summertime, he's seven, eighth grade, he's home alone, you know, cause at that point, like you can leave him, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, home alone. Well, and I know so the, he, I know the comedian you're talking about cause he <clears> was, <throat> he was he, his single mother. So she was working and he was home alone and he would be playing with the, uh, he was playing with the the actual Hasbro's and then he would walk outside, smoke a cigarette, (laughs) 
go back inside, continue booking matches with with the figures that the figure fed. It's you know one of my favorite of his stories because he's I've heard him tell it on a couple podcasts, but yeah. It's uh, Dan Soder. If you look look his stuff up, dude's a huge wrestling fan, and he is hysterical. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty good. He's even talking about like the specific cigarette he remembers smoking, like Marlboro Reds, which is like a very like backwood redneck, you know, cowboy killer cigarette. And then he's going back and playing with Hasbro's. I mean, I was too. You know, did I have? Uh, I don't think I had. I had some. I bet I was a little bit older than that. Yeah, I'd say that was about the time for my Hasbro to stop. And then Jax came out. I was. Uh, I was a freshman in high school when Jax came out. Bone Crunchers. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like actively like, you know, doing a fake fit with them. You know, I, I, I still I, do. I mean, hell, I still sit there messing around with fake fit and stuff, man. I mean, that's, you know, not to say I over, uh, over the, like the, you know, quarantine, there was times where I would have like sitting on my desk, I would have like my setup with like, I had a ba- you know, backdrop ring figures and everything and I'm setting stuff up for figure photography and I'm like drinking whiskey. <laughs> it's like take a sip. All right, I'm going to pose Kevin Owens putting Jeff Hardy through a table, power bomb. Here we go. Here's up and then here's through the table. And I'm sitting here like playing with, you know, playing with my action figures. My wife would come home, she'd look, she'd just chuckle and go go about her, you know, go about her evening. It's like there's there's worse things you could walk in on your husband doing, you know. That's true. You're not, you know, nothing's getting zipped up or anything like that. Figures. So. I play with action figures. I'm not off running around. So <clears throat> that's true. You're not doing drugs or anything. I mean, there's you know right, worse right. stuff you could be doing. Much worse. Yeah, I mean, I still mess around with the fig fed and stuff, just as like a creative outlet, you know, kind of. Makes it so much fun. That's why, you know, the, the we had when we had the figure fed podcast, it was it was, you know, sitting here looking at the figures, like, all right, who should fight who, and then like, how crazy should you progress the storyline? Yeah, I that was a little bit different because that was that was a little bit different because that was booking week to week and stuff. So it was a little bit, um, you know, when I do a figure fed, like I'm doing month to month kind of stuff, you know, like and you know, and in your mind, you can be like, oh yeah, you know, like this month. uh you know, I'm building up towards, you know, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair for the strap, you know. So, like, you can kind of have in your mind what would happen on TV and stuff. But, you know, like, when I'm writing it down in my notebook, uh, you know, I'm just going to write down Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair, you know, champion, you know. And then kind of, you know, mark who won and stuff and go on. But, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I've got, like, tons and tons of stuff, and that's I keep looking at it because I'm like, I haven't made a final decision, but I think I'm going to downsize significantly. Uh, I just got too much crap, so I gotta <laughs> something's got to give. Yeah, like the more that like I get to display and stuff, and kind of you know get that worked out. Now I'm kind of like I just don't have room for everything like I'd really want. So, so stuff's got to get cut. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's... I don't know. 
what's going I, I'm on in here. a similar situation with you. I'm looking at, you know, just at what I've got displayed, what I still have to unbox, what I have in bins right now. And it's, you know, it's like, yeah, it's becoming more and more obvious that there's going to have to be a day where I just sit on the floor and like, all right, mm. one box to the left is, you know, goes <clears throat> one to the right stays and here we go. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do is like, I've got, um, I've got some decisions to make. So I've got my, you know, for me, it's going to be stuff that like, there will be a small display of stuff that has to go up. Um, like right now, I've got a small wrestling one that just has a few figures on there. I've just got like Legion of Doom on there, um, Ultimate Doink, Fusion Liger, um, the exclusive uh, New Gen Macho. And then I've got a lot of room right there, but I don't know what I'm going to put up there yet. So, so I've got to you know really kind of think about what I'm going to put up there and stuff. And then... Uh, I do know here on this other, I do have another display for figures, actually, action figures. Um, full disclosure, I've got four nail polish racks right now uh, full of micro brawlers. Uh, that's another thing, my micro brawler collection. I don't know. I, I, I'm out of room on them. <laughs> so I've got to decide kind of where that's going to go. Um, I'm being more selective, definitely, on which ones I get from the going forward on those. Like there's the uh, Scotty Goldman, which probably in the past I've been like, yeah. But now I'm like, I, where is he going to go? You know, I do have a, two Colts up here already. Do I need a third one? No. I don't even know. You know, probably this one's going to get cut at some point. So, I don't know. Right. Uh, the Superstars figures are staying right there. Those are going to be great. Uh, I need, I've got on my desk right now is where I've got the Major Bendies. Um, but long term, those are going to transition over here in these cubes. And, you know, I've, <laughs> I've got two for them. Uh, I can make two more pretty easy. Uh, but then that's going to probably run out of room by the end of the year. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking the way right. things are going. So I'm like, where am I going to put a bunch of those then, you know? So I don't know. That's why I'm so hesitant to get into uh, into like some of the retro lines because I know there's a lot that I'd want. Like I, I've got the Nick Gage pre-order because it's Gage, and I'll get uh-huh. any sort of figure representation I can. But my retro shelf is pretty packed, and I don't want to get rid of any of them. So now I have to be like incredibly selective about what I grab and what I don't. You know, yeah. which I think a lot of us are having to do right now. Seems I've seen a lot of stuff be up for sale and not a lot of stuff being bought. I feel like there's a lot of us right now that are like, oh, shit, I bought all of this stuff. What do I do with it? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people. In there. Like, you know, <laughs> we see that all the time where people have stuff for sale and nobody's buying it. So, I mean, it's what it is, but. It's the, uh, yeah. the sad state of 2023. <clears throat> it is. But... Uh, in other news, uh, I do have a convention coming up. I think I mentioned it a time or two. And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of narrowed down. Pretty sure I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, I do have my Jay and Silent Bob. Funko Pops in. 
Those are getting signed. Very excited about that. Um, I got two Sergeant Slaughters. I got the WE one, and I got the GI Joe one. So I'm taking both of those. Um, little the GI. <laughs> I, Joe he's one so that sick. like, yeah. So Slaughter is a, a unique one. So I really am excited to meet him because uh, he, you know, grew up and you know he is a. Uh, uh, you know, guy that I grew up watching on TV all the time and stuff. So I'm really excited to get to finally meet him. Um, and his prices are all over the place. And I feel that it's maybe I'm wrong about this. And I know it's been brought up a time or two, but I know that his prices and stuff kind of go up and down, like based on what you have and that kind of stuff. And I think it, though it was like his handler who was, you know, had brought him in like the promoter. And was kind of running his table. Because, you know, you go over and you see that guy. And he'll be like, oh, it's, you know, like 30 bucks for an autograph. 40 bucks, whatever. You know, oh, you got a belt, though. That's, you know, 60 bucks. You know, or whatever the case may be. Um, Because I saw... There were people who I've seen that says, you know, like, oh, he was this much and this much. And then there were t- also, though, like within the same time frame, there were different prices. And so that's the reason I kind of think that it's based on, like, who had brought him in. Who's working with him? At least that's my hope. <laughs> you <Right>. know? Um, <clears throat> but we'll see. So I've got both of those. I've got the Jane and Silent Bob. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, I did get in by SpongeBob SquarePants. Tom Kenny's going to be there. Um, got it in as soon as I opened it. It's not the boxes immaculate you know the shipping was was fine take it out of the shipping though and there's a huge rip on the back and i don't mean like i'm fine with like some corners being dinged and that kind of stuff i mean i'm not a perfectionist by like just shelfware yeah i'm fine with that but this is like let's see if i can show you here oh yeah that's a rip big enough you could touch the the like the pop Yes. Without like, opening it is, the box. It is a good probably three or four inch rip on the back of the box. Um, so they did give me back a, a significant portion of that. And I was like, fine. And I'll just open the pop and my daughter can have it. I don't care. Right. At that point. So, I, But I do have to track down another one of those. Um, and then <clears throat> the I'm excited about this one. I'm um, so the guy who created Thanos is one of my favorite comic book characters. Probably my favorite. <coughs> and the guy who created him, uh, Jim Starlin, is going to be there. Now, I met him before, um, several years ago, in a comic book convention uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, called like BubbaCon or something like that. Um, he was there, and online he's really kind of a um, curmudgeon a little bit online, right? So and you know, so I was really like, you didn't know what to expect when I met him, uh, but when I met him and stuff, man, he could not have been nicer. Just a really great interaction with him and stuff. Uh, just terrific with fans. I mean, you know, so it was pleasant. It was awesome. Um, I but at that time I got all the comic books that I wanted signed by him already. So 
when I saw him being there, though, I was like, well, I gotta get something signed by him, you know, if I'm gonna go meet him. And I don't really think there's any comics that I need. Um, so I was like, oh, well, what, is there a Funko Pop that I can get? <laughs> you know, because I was like, that'd be kind of cool to get, add that to my signed um, collection. Because my rule for signed Funkos is, if I can do it in person, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm not going to track them down outside of that. So it's got to be like an event that I'm at, and I can get them signed in person there, and that's it. So, so I have a comic book version of Thanos. The Fun- Funko Pop. So I've already got that. So that's already... I don't have to get anything. And I Googled it just to see, because I was like, you know, you want the best version of it if you're going to do something like this, you know? Right. You know, so it's like if you're tracking down, you know, like SpongeBob, I want to get the best version of it, you know, that I can. And so I Googled on the Funko app, you can type in, you know, like Thanos, and it'll show you all the Thanos products that they've released. Out of like 70, (laughs) there are two comic book versions of Thanos. Like pure, like just this is him. Yeah. Two out of 70. All the other stuff is like almost all uh, movie related. And different versions of that that they released from that. So, uh, and one of them is one of the deluxe pops. So it is a bigger one, and I do have it loose. I don't have it in the box. Uh, I've got it loose up there in the, you know. So I do have it, right? Uh, but I want a standard, like small, you know, like this box type. So I've already got that one at least. Um, and I looked around online to see. I was like, has anybody had this signed? And I saw a couple, and they were in Sharpie. I'm like, hell no, you can't do that in Sharpie. I need this in like a purple paint pen, man. You know, like, so maybe he can draw like a little Thanos face on there. You know, I'll pay extra yeah, for make that. Make it do that. Make it something cool. unique. Yeah. <clears throat> but we did that one time at, uh, <laughs> there was a, when was this? This has been probably about 10 years ago. Um, we went to Nashville for a convention to meet Stan Lee. And um, that was, it was a Wizard World convention. Tons and tons of people. And man, when I, I'm still 10 years later, maybe over 10 years later actually, um, I'm still amazed at how uh, efficient they were. I mean, like, tons of people, when we got there, we were wrapped around the building to get in. The line just never stopped moving. They had volunteers, like, posted everywhere. You know, like, okay, go here, go here. You know, not in, like, a bossy way, but just kind of like, okay, you know, like, let's keep it moving. Go here, here, you know, directing you and stuff. And then you're like, okay, you got this kind of ticket, go to this lane. And, I mean, it was just tons of people getting in. We spent, like, probably five minutes getting wrapped around the building to going inside. Uh, we figured out where Stan was. We went straight back there. We were probably 300 people deep in Stan's line. And he was only signing at that point, I think, for maybe an hour. And we were like, ah, 300 back. Man. You know, so we made a plan. Like, okay. You know, like, he's signing again at, like, noon after this. Um, so I'll hold our spot in line. And then, you know, like you go after, the, and then, you know, you go walk around for a bit, and then come back, and, you you know, we'll swap out, and I'll go walk around. And then we'll be here, and we'll, you know, probably towards the front of the line at that point, and we can get our stuff and go home. Perfect idea, right? 
uh, except for within like 20, 25 minutes, we were out of the line. I mean, they just had it. Wow. They had it. Well, it was a production line. Like they had a, a guy who was sitting there, took your money, you know, or your ticket, you know, whatever you had uh, for the autograph. I mean, and they had a duffel bag full of just cash when we got there. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can't, Im- I can't imagine. I mean, it was like a hundred bucks an auto. Um, and then you had another guy who would like, you know, make sure your comic book was out and staged and ready to sign. And then you had another guy who would like take it from that guy and set it right in front of Stan. And then as soon as that was done, you had another guy who would take it from Stan and hand it to you. And, uh, and that process, I mean, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. You know I mean? And your interaction with Stan at that point was probably 15 seconds, you know? <laughs> so you're not having like, you know, a long, like, you know, hey, let me tell you, what do you think about Spider-Man when you when you created Spider-Man? I mean, how'd you come up with that? You know, like, there's no in-depth conversation with him about right. anything. Um, but he just... Not asking you know, about, uh, shit, what was it? From, <clears throat> I, I went straight, my mind goes straight to mall rats. Like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get the whole banking conversation <clears throat> on superheroes fucking. None of that. No. Uh, but, you know, so, I mean, just, so we had... You know, tons of time to kill after that because we were like, "Well, this is what we came to do, and we're already done." It's like, "Wow, okay, so let's just walk around and check stuff out." Um, and we went <laughs> when there was a guy in Artist Alley, uh, and he was sitting there, and he had literally just a box of crowns, and he it was like he had a sign that said, "Like draw anybody for a dollar," <laughs> and we were like, "All right, here's a dollar," and so he drew like my brother Thor. And then he's like, who do you want? And I was like, Thanos. And he would just like Google, like image uh, Thanos and pick a random picture of their face and then just like draw it with a crown. Like his crowns were a quick color. I mean, he was probably like 30 seconds on each one. And I still have that somewhere just because it was good for what it was. I mean, it's like I paid a dollar for it and it's pretty good. It's a little, you know. Yeah. So I think if that random guy in Artist Alley can do that for a dollar, then, you know, I can pay Jim Starlin like, you know, an extra 10 bucks or something like I, I, I kind of look back at like well, the way I had my turtles done. Um, let's see if I can get that to show you. You know where he drew the turtle mask on there, Kevin Eastman did. Mm. Um, oh, that's badass, you know. man. Yeah, so so that's I want something like that for too. Thanos. Yeah, I've got those. So you know, uh, if I don't get all these done, eh, you know, but I think that my my plan will work out pretty, pretty easy. So I think I'm going with my my brother and my nephew are going. So I do not believe I'm going to take my kids because there's a lot of waiting around in lines. And uh, you know, if I was a six year old kid um, like my daughter, I don't think I would enjoy that either. You know, forty two year old Jerry, ah, I don't care. You know. I'll, bring my phone with a backup charger in, <laughs> you know, and right. I'm, I'm fine to wait, you know, I'll, I'll, hang out line, uh, play Marvel snap. Basically. Yeah. Kill stuff with the Galactus. You know? Yeah. I almost have Thanos. So I can start playing Thanos. I'm, uh, which do I need to unlock him? Let me see. Um, I'm 3,700 and I need 6,000 to get him. So I need another 2,300. So, We'll see how long it takes us to get there, but I have a feeling it's going to take a while. 
but we'll see. Keep on grinding. Yeah, it's a it's a grind on game, man. That's you know, that's what they are. They're fun. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. So you know, we got the release of Jake the Snake and Rick, uh, Rick Rude. Those are gonna be right. awesome, and those should be ready to ship. I think. That'd so, be great, man. I, I don't I, think I the think pre-orders. Having, I think they're they're in having hand. Having those ready to ship is gonna, you know, the people are gonna be so <clears> fired up about that. Because last, think about like a no holds barred, and uh, who else before that? Uh, shit, no holds barred. I think I waited three, four months for, and that was after you know, like three or four months after Comic Con. What am I thinking of the release real quick then? Uh, they had the the like the last Coliseum uh, pack that was pretty recent. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. That was because that one came out real right after. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to look over there, like on that shelf that where I've got the boxes, and I couldn't see what else was over there. Uh, that's what I'm thinking of is the Hogan Funk. Yep. Too many Hogans, man. Come on, <laughs> like all these damn Hogans. <laughs> that's, too many Hogan. That's what I was. I was getting confused. I was like, I thought it was Hogan, wasn't it? Well, I can remember who it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, and then I, I'm kind of interested to see who they go after. Um, who they use after that? You know, are we? Uh, Roddy Piper in that set would be killer. So I, I'd love to get a Piper. I'd love to get a you know another Ultimate Macho Man. Just like it, yeah, Ultimate and Macho that would be era would be awesome. I, I would settle for that too, Pat. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, uh, I also wouldn't mind getting... Uh, if she went to say it, my brain just shut off. I could see an Andre. I would love an Andre. Um, just because you got to think the mold is... Um, you know, already made. Yeah, I mean, if they're... So, I mean... From a cost Andre, standpoint, you know, Andre would be a home use. run. Yeah. If we're <clears> doing <throat> that Coliseum video era, I mean, there's there's quite a few figures that you could pull off that would be just an absolute home run. Well, it's it's based on, you know, their LJN counterpart and stuff. I think that's right. um, kind of what you have to look at. So, yeah, those are the ones that pop to mind. Because uh, there's a lot of other guys, you know, like, they're not going to do Outback Jack, you know. Right. Um, so <laughs> it's got to be somebody who they've got the license for uh, could conceivably do, you know. And like I said, Andre would make sense just because uh, you've already got the mold produced from where he's coming out in Ultimate 17. So I could see him being released at some point in that. Uh, and you could do the Fro version of Andre or something like that, you know, to differentiate mm-hmm. it from the other one. Uh, or do blue strap maybe or something, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's, or blue tights, you know, to where he doesn't have on the strap, so. Right. So, you know, there's, uh, it's, it's, you know, but I think Piper's probably, and Macho are the big two that are just home runs. They could knock out that line pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah, they could, they could you, know. you know, and then just add the extra accessories on top of, because, I mean, you know, like the Macho Man, I'm looking at that LJN that I have one that, and I mean, like that. I think the only like you could do heads with like the headband that, and glasses that could come off, but you could also do like you know 
soft goods shirts. You could do different heads. There's plenty of stuff you could do with that. Yeah, I, I would want a rent or entrance robe. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If you're doing an yeah. ultimate, you have to have the the soft goods. Yeah, soft good entrance robe. Uh, do a hat. I mean, do a head uh, with the headband and sunglasses molded on. Yes. You know, I think that that would be a home run. Uh, so I mean, they're you know, and then Popper. I mean, Popper's easy. I mean, soft goods kilt, uh, soft goods t-shirt. You know, and then you know, a couple different heads and stuff, and there you go, boom, coconut. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, coconut. So I'm just looking at the uh, the LJ <clears throat> like the poster from that Macho Man. I mean, like he comes with that with the you know the purple, uh, orange, and gold entrance robe, and that'd be her. Like it's more like a cape, but that'd be a yeah. home run right there. You give us something like that that we don't already have. Hopefully, we. I, I'd like to see a Macho a Major Bendy Macho Man. Oh man, that would be amazing. You know, that would be uh be a home run. But I d I don't know of any clue what you know, his uh I, I think I remember him or them saying at one point um they had checked into it. Um but, you know, who knows what that contract states and you know, kinda Right. You know, if WE has exclusive rights to that, you know, like I'm sure Hogan does. I mean, uh, I'm kind of surprised that Flair didn't. But you know. yeah, I was kind of shocked by that as well. The, the fact that Flair's gotten, you know, while he's got figures, you know, he's got he's got Legends figures, he's got Brawlers, he's got that Bendy, he's got, you know, I think fairly recently they dropped a pop of him. Like flares, but you know, flares all over. And so you kind of have to wonder, like, if, if if he's on a different contract or or how they're doing that. Yeah, I mean that's the reason you know back to wrap it back up to the beginning stuff. You know, you've got to um, look at it. You know, as it's uh, you know, kind of depends on what these contracts state and stuff as to what you can do. So, right, you know, but. I think it's a good place to end it on. Which you know, back to bookend it back to the beginning. The, uh, yeah, bookend to bookend back to the beginning, man. Like I, I think you can argue all day about the morality of, like, or your moral stance on, you know, like guys poaching guys or or whatever. But uh, shit, man, if the contract allows it and you can make that money, make that money. Who knows? Yeah, I, Who I, knows how long I the don't... figure game will last. I don't fault like a guy like Ahmed at all, you know, for getting paid twice. Uh, yeah, getting you know. paid, yeah. Get paid twice so, out of nowhere too, just like paid to make them money. So yeah, I'm sitting here looking at all my forty-one different major bendies. You know, seven mats, six Bryans, three Marks, two Chelseas, three Johnny Garganos, four Danhausens. Three Nick Gages. Three Gages. Flare. Yeah. Uh, the there's the Series 2, the Series 2 Chase, and then there was a... Oh, what is it? Uh, oh, the High Spots. High Spots. That's right. Yeah. 
Which that one was, the card for that one was the hard one to find. Right. Um, weren't anything that was the hard part was getting that. So. So, yeah. So, who knows what we'll talk about next week. We'll see. I've got an epic rant for once I get through my cough and maybe I can, I'm sure I'm going to get animated. So I, I saved it for when I'm, I'm over the cough and I, I'm not going to start, you know, coughing and stuff. But I do have an epic rant saved up for some point. So you're going to have one of those uh, Jim <clears throat> Cornette burying the world promos. I'm just going to, you're just going to see me. Start no, to I've got those too. Uh, there's a few promos I need to cut. There's some MEWF stuff. Um, Excuse me. <clears throat> Once I get through this uh, congestion and stuff, then yeah, there's a few MEWF promos I'm gonna cut, and I'm gonna come in. I'm just warning you, I'm bringing the heat, motherfucker. There's some <laughs> there's some guys out there who like to call out uh, Major Club, and I'll just say Major Club's gonna respond in a not so kind manner. So, but oh, you know, boy. Which, by the I way, mean, there's only 47 uh, of you guys. You only make up half the roster at this point. <clears throat> There's five of us. Come on. We're the best thing going today, baby. Burn. So who are y'all going to add next week? Can we get the scoop? Can, can, can <clears throat> Dylan Alvarez get the scoop on who's joining next? May May Major Club. See my little Jerry Damage figure? Football With my Jerry Damage life. Major Club shirt. Doing the uh, M pose with his hand i need to get a, <clears throat> uh, a brew world order shirt for my custom of myself threadheads yeah yeah threadheads will hook it up they always do <clears throat> yeah so anyways i think that's a good place to end it we've rambled so. on for an hour yeah we, so. we we made the hour <clears throat> by hook or by crook we made it yeah so Signing off, saying see you next week.